0: Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or the myth. Then the people purse paper people the myth Then the people purses, paper people the myth Then the people purses paper people.
2: Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and creepy foster brother slash roommate Sean Roney. and I'm Edwin Jade's traveling salesman, and with us as always our producer in the warehouse, Mister Alex Ward.
0: Top of the morning to ya! Woohoo! Green M and Nature's Viagra. <laughs>
2: Two of my favorite joke areas combined. going be a good day. Wait a minute. Do you guys? I don't get what he's talking. I will see you up there in Viagra (laughs) Falls. Wait, I don't get what he's talking about. There, I'm sorry. What is his two favorite joke areas? Green M and M's, nature's Viagra. I don't. I don't get what. I know that it's Michael mixing things up, but what do you guys understand what he's talking about? Not really.
0: Maybe it's... I mean, if, if he's referencing anything <laughs> by saying green emeralds
2: penis
1: boner-based humor. Mm. Yeah,
0: I think that's one topic. And then I think being able to make jokes about it being like an Irish holiday is the other... <laughs> topic
1: maybe okay yeah yeah okay i get you what can't candy candy based humor
2: yeah maybe yeah (laughs) with every week we get together and tackle issues like this and talk about our favorite show (laughs) nbc's the office uh uh hard news uh this week we'll have our our main uh topic and then we'll go into a little a short conference room and some listener provided trivia as we do Also, a tiny ordinary things. Tiny ordinary things. What? But uh, but real quick, a little disclaimer about the episode today. We we had another episode banked um, to release today, but we're we're Mm -hmm. switching it up at the last minute here.
1: I think we have some collective trauma as a show from (laughs) not doing Kevin for episode sixty nine. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And the blowback that we got, people were set completely deserved blowback that we got (laughs) for not releasing. Mm Kevin is sixty nine. Uh, we think we did him as like episode what seventy seven. Yeah, that, yeah, was, our right. Wade, that was
0: our wait. That was our wait. Wait, they're lithium. <laughs> that was that kind of a comeback.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so that, good. Is, that is the most perfect comparison. <laughs> that's right. Wait. <laughs> so <laughs> they're lithium. So, anyways, uh, because this oh. episode is coming out on Saint Patrick's Day today, we are talking about Saint Patty's Day.
0: Right. And normally, we wouldn't follow up an episode on individual episode. We wouldn't do two of our episodes that focus on a single episode back to back. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we go. wanted to celebrate the moment.
1: That's right. Because we can't really celebrate the day as we normally would.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. right.
2: So today we are talking about St. Patrick's Day, season six, episode nineteen, directed by Randall Einhorn, written by Jonathan Hughes and uh this episode jonathan hughes getting back in the game i don't think it's i don't think it's him he's not even
1: yeah it's
2: not just that john hughes not that john i assume that's why he goes by jonathan hughes (laughs) and it aired uh back on march 11th in 2010 um this is uh God this is a great episode it feels so long for being uh, and and it's only a 22 minute episode
1: but gosh I a had lot this, I had the exact same realization it it felt like a 40 minute episode
2: it really does especially with well we'll we'll, we'll get to it but but the the main storylines here are, are I, I've got five here I think Michael okay. tries to make Joe like him right uh Dwight tries to make Jim feel guilty about not being around uh, for his newborn baby. Uh, Andy and Aaron have a date and go Mm -hmm. to her house, uh, which I think is definitely a part where it's like, man, that really makes the episode feel so long that we go into another. There's a lot of location changes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we finish up with the bar at the end. We got uh, Daryl gets a sort of promotion um, and also nobody wants to work late because it's St. Patty's Day, but Joe is in the office keeping them there late and we still get. Yeah. At the end, we get everyone at the bar so yeah it's a it's a big one.
0: I do like that it feels uh it feels kind of uh mundane. It's kind of low key, you know mm-hmm. like the, there aren't a ton of huge changes. I mean, this is in season six where we have Niagara and the delivery and I think uh it's nice to have an episode where they're just kind of in the office um having the smaller the smaller storylines, I guess.
2: Yeah, it feels it feels low key until the end when we get Meredith, Todd Packer and Michael in a dry hump train at the bar. <laughs> uh, also, also rewatching
1: this at the very end, you just see Dwight starting to sign up. Is, brokenly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a there was a few I think I counted like three different three or four different things I hadn't noticed before on this watch through. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I put my academic lenses on to watch. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes mm-hmm. I see new things. And this one had <laughs> several of those moments. I agree. Uh, which which we'll get to. I, gonna, which happens at the
2: bar. I want to throw out one right now because it's just in the cold open. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Fine. Um, is that there are allusions in the show to Ryan having no real friends. There's one at well, the beginning. Well, a friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's one. Um, And then a a high school. Um, uh, But at the beginning here, you get Kelly is like, well, I don't see why you and I can't just go out together. And he's like, no, it's St. Pat, Patty's Day. people go out in groups and she's like, well, why don't you call your friends? And he's like, I don't know why you're being so weird about this. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a throwaway. And then you get Meredith jumping in with like no fighting. Uh, you know Mm. kind of steals the show with her whole like no kids not today that is i mean we hear when
1: ryan talks about uh uh, when he's talking to michael early on in the show about like i go to lots of parties uh i get a feeling maybe those are some business school friends Mm -hmm. and they were temporary because yeah we don't really for someone who claims to be a social butterfly like ryan he sure doesn't seem to have any friends Mm
3: mm-hmm Sure would
1: you
0: fake the plus five all guys? guys?
2: <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> is that something you would fake?
2: If you wanted people be. to think that you had a bunch of friends, you might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, anyways, it's all yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um it, it's not much of a cold open in this episode. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say about it. it's it I, I don't even know if you can call it a cold open. It just kind of introduces that it's um, St. Patrick's Day and everyone's excited. Everyone's got. I their... do
0: love the voiceover of Kevin in the full green suit versus Oscar's slightly green tie. The perfect yeah, comparison between him. the two of them. yeah, uh-huh. even Jim's got I saw a little green in his tie. Yeah, he's can got the green bit? stripe
1: hmm. in the tie. Any bit? Mm-hmm. I believe we have a listener in Scranton. Uh, or several. Uh, yeah, they would talk about it being a big deal there. And I don't, I'm not familiar with the demographic makeup of Scranton, but it would, it would, I could assume there's a large Irish American population there. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably I do,
0: uh, I do love that this is a holiday episode that only happens once in the whole series. That there isn't like, mm, you know, there is a tradition of holiday episodes around Christmas and, and Valentine's Day and Halloween. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Halloween. Uh, no Thanksgiving episode, which is notable, and no then, uh, mm-hmm. but th- it is fun that you get a St. Patrick's Day kind of celebration for one episode in season six. Did this air on a St. Patrick's Day? March eleventh. So okay, so the week week
1: week ish of yeah is St. Pat is St. Patrick's Day on the same day every time, or is it the same like? I don't know how Saint Patrick's is it not it's always? The I 17th? think it is always the seventeenth. Okay, okay. Yeah. there's just there's some. I feel like there's some holidays that are that are a little bit rogue that they kind of shift mm-hmm. based on the moons and it's like oh it's the second. It's always the second Saturday of whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just makes Wolf.
0: us look so. This makes us look so good. <laughs> Hey,
2: <laughs> at least we knew that we were doing an episode of Steve Patrick's Day. We can't, uh yeah, we can't. Uh, we have no room left in our our brains for things like this. It's just all office trivia. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but hey, and um, even then, <laughs>
1: even, then okay. even then, we're terrible. Well, <laughs> Sean and I are terrible. We're terrible at. It. <laughs> Imagine our life filled not with had a office life. knowledge, oh, and we were that
2: bad at trivia. Let's.
0: Uh, do you should we jump to the first storyline with Michael? And yeah, let's jump to the first storyline.
2: Let's talk about Michael and Joe <laughs> um, Michael. Uh, so we get Joe Bennett in the in the office, of course, this is, you know, all the Saber. This is um, uh, Saber is recently bought uh, Dunder Mifflin. Uh, Michael comes in to her office. Uh, she says, Good morning, sweetheart. He says, Good morning, honey pile. and and so begins um, this uh, Michael trying to make Joe like him Uh, he gives her a lump of coal in a glass case because buildings (laughs) buildings in uh, in Scranton are literally powered by coal (laughs) no 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 that is a good gift that is a good gift (laughs) (laughs) he can be so charming and so dumb at the same time Kind of Um, what
1: Jim says about the teapot to Pam. No, this is a great gift. Hey, that's right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Scranton is literally powered by
2: teapots, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we get um, kind of a throwaway comment from Joe that uh, anytime he's in Tallahassee, he's got a place to stay. Um, And he turns to the camera and kind of gives it a look and, um, yeah we find out later that he books several flights uh, just in case Um, yeah that he comes on real strong
0: yeah yeah Michael says it himself when you work for Saber only one thing matters and I don't care if you're a loser or if you practice bestiality if Joe likes you you are in and I am in
1: (laughs) if you practice bestiality yeah Uh,
2: Uh, some real Florida man stuff yeah Yeah. what a
0: jump what a leap (laughs)
2: uh joe holds a like a a little town hall she wants to hear what everyone sounds like um we get daryl um uh this is because it's her last day right and she's like i just want to check in with the troops before
1: she takes off yeah she says uh she alludes Mm -hmm. to a typist inventing you know whiteout liquid whiteout Uh, (laughs) a lowly typist yeah lowly yeah she really is a, (laughs) a woman of status but she, uh, yeah, and and that leads to uh, Daryl's got already got something locked and loaded, ready to go. Yep, yep. Although yep. no, we'll I talk- should say, that I should pull that back. Kevin comes up with a great <laughs> idea, which is a sun sun lotion soap.
0: <laughs> just
2: <laughs> launches so- into just any idea. <laughs> Joe is incredibly patient. Listen, I mean, I would for the most part <laughs> doesn't have to be an acid an an
0: that you take once a month. <laughs>
2: Man, Kevin is really an inventor. How about
0: once a year? two big a pill to swallow.
1: Yeah, unlike Robert California, Joe Bennett does not fall to
2: Kevin's brilliance. <laughs> uh, but uh, we got to get Michael like, not only is he just interrupting a lot, but he's also like coming in behind her and like, saying things like in her ear and she's just like, it's very weird. It's he really. Okay. Hush now. <laughs> okay. Hashtag. Yeah. She, I was at first I was like, man, she really lays it on thick at the end, but she does give him several polite, like, all right. Indicators. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and she's had enough when he is talking about how, like, you know, there's, a couple other flights, but there's only a few seats left. So we really got to pull the trigger. And she just goes, enough. <laughs> it's good. And he just says <laughs> and he's just like, OK, everybody, just try to put on a brave face. Yeah,
0: yeah. everybody.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are
1: you OK? No.
0: <laughs> In the interest of full disclosure is such a perfect line.
1: I I'm so glad you said that I, I hadn't caught that before. Because Office Quotes says full, and the captions of the show say full. Uh, so at no point is was the fool disclosure uh, caught by those transcriptions oh, either.
2: I didn't but, know that that... Oh, he says fool, fool. He says fool disclosure. Yeah. Whoa. I've never caught that. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things I <laughs> caught this in time. in my several rewatches today. I always
0: thought that was pretty clear, but I guess that, uh, you know. No
2: that's why yeah
1: i went to look at yeah i put on captions and was like yeah hey, they didn't even get it
2: see i i don't know if i have trouble with the um the u vowel like i say <laughs> bowl instead of like if you're talking like a cowboy oh no dude it's pronounced bull what are you talking about <laughs> Buel. i i know that some people are like no it's bull what a ball Bull. Bow. Are you talking about something you eat food out of? No, I'm talking about a, a horned beast. Oh, a bull. Yeah, a bull. And you say bull? Yeah, you call it, yeah, it's a bull. Bull. Bull, okay. All right. Anyway, Chicago bulls. Yeah. Chicago bulls. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Chicago bulls, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bull M- crap. Manute, <laughs> Manute bull, that's yeah. a bull. And his mm-hmm. son, bull bobble all right anyways (laughs) so 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 i love we so michael so what's interesting about this storyline too is that like michael wants to impress his boss and he thinks of like a a lot of things besides just do your job right (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and and it leads to, I guess we'll, we'll kind of talk about it. since Daryl's story is so small, Daryl gets his promotion. He moves into um, my Jim's old office, um, which appeared magically when Jim became a co-manager. And uh, which Gabe then appeared magically inside. of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then,
1: when he's like, I put my stuff there and I'll clear it out as soon as possible. It
0: disappeared just as quickly.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But we get Michael going in to ask Daryl, like, how did he impress Joe um, and inappropriately yeah. uh, suggests that like her family owes his family for once owning slaves mm-hmm. or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but Daryl keeps trying to tell him, like, I just, you know, came up with a good idea and you were there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then finally, he says, now, Mike, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave so that I can learn about this tiny television, which is yeah. one of my favorite quotes from this episode. <laughs> yeah, much
1: like the uh, shades of when he goes to do a resume and wants to know where Clippy is
0: to help him build a resume. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a small develop or it's it's not a lot happens for Daryl like he doesn't appear in the episode all that much, but it is a big development for his character moving to the upstairs especially mm-hmm. in season seven, when he interacts with the cast a lot more. Uh, it sets up the, um, in terms of his arc, it sets up uh, the events of costume contests in season seven, when he has that idea for uh, the warehouse people to sell on the road. Um, and then it kind of leads to that disappointment when he doesn't get the manager job at the end. Cause Joe, lo- Joe loved you is what Andy says, but you stop pushing. Mm-hmm. So um, it, uh, it is kind of like a big domino moment for, for Daryl's arc.
1: Yeah, and I guess I mean, she leaves the warehouse to figure out who the foreman is going to be now. Yeah, down there, she's very. Is she he not the really... foreman
2: anymore? It's not a. It's not a real promotion.
1: Well, Val comes in. Oh right, 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 right. But it's yeah. It does seem like she's she's willing to just sort of make. She's willing. Like Joe Bennett, just trusts her gut, and she's like, no, this is right. Um, sometimes she's right, Daryl. Sometimes she's wrong, D'Angelo. You just never know.
0: <laughs> or Nelly,
1: yeah. Or Nelly, jeez. God. Or Robert California. Um, oh, yeah. Need some bad. That's calls. the missing. That's the missing scene. Yeah. I, I'd like I'd like a I, if there was an office movie, I just want the trip when Robert California flies to Florida, talks to Joe Bennett and gets her job. Yeah. Give me that whole movie. <laughs> really serious. Just those two actors going head to head. It's like awesome. a play. <laughs> yes. It's like 12 <laughs> Angry jurors or something.
3: <laughs>
1: a a two person play. Sometimes they switch roles. I yeah. love it. It oh is, my God! It
0: is uh, interesting to watch Joe and Michael kind of uh, go back and forth in this episode because Joe is yet another corporate figure to kind of rein in Michael. We've seen mm-hmm. Jan. We've seen Ryan. We've seen David Wallace uh, and just kind of see the different ways that she interacts with him and the way that he tries to become her best friend uh, mm-hmm. is really funny. Just compared to the way that he's treated every other corporate manager that he's had or Charles, you know, for that matter, um, just the the way that he's invited himself over. Mm-hmm. you know and responded to that kind offhand comment by joe
1: right he's he's just absolutely desperate for any kind of affection in his life at this mm-hmm. point and uh just having joe say well if you come down you have a place to stay that like he's often and run this entire episode yeah no one's ever offered him a place to stay apparently no yeah you've <laughs> never had pad thai he's never had someone offer him a place to stay <laughs> yeah and like This is, we've talked about in Company Picnic, how I was like, oh, that's really the turning point for Michael when he kind of grows up and he becomes different. And like episodes like this are just sobering reminders that even in season six and seven, it's like, no, he's really, he's really not.
0: Mm -hmm. At least when
1: Holly's out of the equation, he's an absolute mess.
0: It is kind of interesting that like when this happens and when Joe goes back and Michael kind of says that statement that is, uh, I've canceled my trip, but I'm looking forward to our professional relationship. Yeah. That's kind of the end of the the buddy-buddy dynamic that Michael tries to have with Joe, which I think is really interesting for the rest of season six and all of season seven until Michael's exit, because there isn't any more of Michael going back and forth with David Wallace or Michael's re- interactions with Jan or Ryan's interactions with Michael. Like the interaction between Michael and corporate isn't really there anymore. They kind mm-hmm. of remove it. And it kind of goes along the lines of, we've talked about how the show kind of goes from the branch in danger of being downsized to being like the most profitable branch. And this right. is just part of that transition. And removing that corporate uh, oversight kind of just lets them continue to be silly in the office. I have, I have a take, which is that I, I think Joe
1: Bennett, the only reason she's staying late was just to get Michael to make that decision that he's going to send mm. his staff home because I think it's her last day in Scranton. I don't see why she would stay so late. If it's her last day, she would have taken care of her business by then. Mm-hmm. What she wants to do is she has that experience with Michael early on with the plane. And she's like, I need to leave here and make sure Michael is crystal clear on what I expect of him. And he needs to lead this branch, not me. And mm. he spends so much time desperate for her affection, trying to please Joe Bennett. That I think she just stays late until he walks in and says, okay, that's it. I'm sending my staff home. They've done a good job. And she says, great. And then like once they, and like you said, then they have that. I look forward to our professional relationship. And she's like, I am too. I think she's the whole thing was just to get to that point with Michael.
2: I think that's a brilliant way to look at it because, uh, and Sean, maybe thank not you so much, man. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I just, I just think like, I look forward uh, to your guys' professional relationship. <laughs> Me too. I've never had one, but I, it's coming soon. and I'm excited. <laughs> hey, you ever in uh, my neck of the woods, you got a place to stay. Um, but How about uh, July
0: 4th weekend. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that that's interesting. Maybe not necessarily that she wants him to send them home, but like just to, give him any chance to prove himself as a leader of of that branch, because maybe she's like starting to think that she's going to remove him as manager or something like that. I don't know, yeah. but I, I think that's interesting because it also occurred to me that if she's so afraid of getting sick or get her dogs getting sick, um then why does she stay so late after two sick employees have walked into her office? I know I'm sure that a lot of powerful people would just be like, eh, I'm going to be at my hotel. Call me if you need anything.
0: I think, uh, I think Alex, you make a really good point about Joe trying to see something from Michael, because remember when Joe first arrives at the branch, Jim and Michael are co-manager and two guys doing one job. We're going to have to do something about that. So mm-hmm. she's, <laughs> I don't care who, which one of you is the manager. Just stop meeting with me to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly she doesn't have a ton of, uh, she doesn't see much or she doesn't expect much maybe from Michael, um, because of the way that that first impression was. So it does like kind of stand a reason that she would just kind of wait it out and see what he does. And I mean, the other thing is that she's leaving. So where else is she going to go? You know, Mm -hmm. she might've just stayed late anyway with Gabe and her dogs. Um, But it it was in, and there is that moment where she walks out to kind of stop everyone from leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, So she definitely kind of knows what she's doing, I think. And I think she is waiting for Michael to make the call because she's totally fine with it as soon as he does. Dude, Gabe and those dogs
1: f- just physically are so, such a funny thing to look at. They're so gangly, <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the
0: dogs. And then Gabe is like <laughs> even more gangly. It's, just it's like they're being walked by a tall skeleton.
1: Yeah. And then, like, and then Kathy Bates is like shorter and squatter. It's just, it's just a great overall uh, unit that moves around mm-hmm. together.
0: Ooh, you know what? He's tall and weak. She's small and strong. I'm doing an opposite thing. <laughs> That's perfect.
2: <laughs> what do you think uh, Gabe and Kevin are talking about? Probably the the extremes of the human physique. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, No, I just want to say to wrap up Michael and Joe, I I just want to say, I I just love the way that this storyline wraps up that moment at the end. Michael gives a very um, professional reason (laughs) I'm thrilled with the work that they've done today, the quality and the quantity (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the way that he, I mean, he's just very professional in this moment and it's kind of nice to see him um, uh, do it so well. And there's a lot left unsaid. They just say, you know, Joe ends it with Michael. I look forward to that too. And he just kind of nods and walks out. I think it's, I think it's a cool, Um, What's interesting about this episode is there's a lot of like examples of professionalism and unprofessionalism. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see it in Daryl in the beginning and then Michael figures it out at the end. Yeah. Dwight and Jim, though, really quick. uh, uh, Megadesk. We get Megadesk in this episode. Megadesk. (laughs) I just want more. Megadesk.
1: Um, Yeah, you can always count on Dwight slash Raiden Wilson to... Identify their own stakes in the episode Very clearly at some point
0: Getting addicted to MegaDesk Was my own damn
1: fault (laughs) I love he's like Surveillance, gaming, and work The surveillance
0: thing really sets up His uh, future as builder builder, uh, Excuse me, as building owner Yeah, I know and who's at this point the who's, surveillance giving <laughs> CDs, who's giving Dwight C
1: D C who's giving him CTV feeds? From
0: what I can see, it looks like it's just the hallway in front of the elevator between Dunder Mifflin and Bob uh and Vance federation It's it's
1: probably his own security camera that he brought, right? Because oh, like yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's giving him access to that.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> like, with, with all the weapons he's got hidden everywhere. I mean yeah. Dwight really sees himself as as head of security. I mean Hank only has two traffic cones, you know? I mean somebody's <laughs> gotta step in here mm-hmm. and, and get get the work done. Protect this office.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Megadesk story is 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 just to serve the fact that Jim was gone, and now he's back. Dwight needs his desk again, which means he needs Jim gone, which means he needs to make Jim feel jealous about mm-hmm. not being a father
2: to we, his baby. And then we and then we get uh, one of the rare instances instances of Dwight pranking Jim, kind of this episode. Just trying to mess with his
0: head. We do kind of get every now and then Dwight making some sort of a disturbance while Jim is on the phone. It's very similar to the paper shredder in, like, Mm. the pilot episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Dwight has attendance. Like, Dwight's Dwight's pranks against Jim uh, tend to be far more destructive than Jim's pranks against Dwight (laughs) overall.
2: Psychologically, (laughs) yes. And even to the
1: (laughs) office, if you want to add in stress relief and everything else. But, uh, yeah, he's... He's messing with Jim's like very existential self as, as like a father and a man, mm-hmm. just to get his desk back, and uh, he really he really goes deep on it.
2: Yeah, the real snowball is fear.
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> There's it's, another one. It's funny too that Jim acknowledges that it's kind of working. Like, yeah, it's kind of like uh, it, it kind of reminds me of the listening device and the mallard thing, where Jim is not surprised, but he is surprised that it's, you know. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not surprised that Dwight tried to put a listening device in my mallard. And then the flip is, of course, that's not the uh, that's not where the device is. Yeah, um, he's not and the insane. flip here is that it's actually kind of working the the appeals to Jim's fatherhood. I'll tell you what <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
2: Andy gets involved on it, unno- in on it uh, unknowingly. Rig it, because... get goo. <laughs> Rig it, get get. Yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I was just thinking about the Dwight thinking his mother was his father and his mother was his wet nurse. Yeah. <laughs> the Schroots were using wet nurses in like the 80s, early 80s. <laughs> Earlier, but yeah. Probably early, I guess he yeah. would have been born late 70s.
0: Who knows. Whatever. It's the timeline is fuzzy with the
1: Schrötz. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about Dwight and Jim. In this well, yeah, episode. I mean, just yep. that, uh,
0: I, I, like, I love the way that Dwight kind of comes in with this last step over the top. Maybe, uh, maybe I could stop by your house to show your baby a strong male role model. <laughs> and then Jim comes in with the phone call and I love the way that Joe holds up the one finger, to take the call. Yep. And, uh, and then, uh, Dwight has to just kind of walk back. See, I actually yeah. do have a, well, no, and Then he just turns around. And then at the end, we get quad desk. Yes. Which is, of course, uh, and I love the tiny chair. The little chair is the perfect, uh, the perfect detail
1: well, <laughs> for Dwight. I, I'm wondering when they wrote this, when Dwight's like, this, that, uh, uh, that's ridiculous. This is made of three desks. Mm-hmm. I think why didn't Jim just point down? Because there is a fourth it's one, like, which is Dwight's one. tiny desk.
2: Yeah, that's why I've always thought that he says, like rewatching it today, I was like, I always assume that he says, well, then what am I sitting on?
1: Yeah, that's what he should or have said, or
2: something like that. But he doesn't. He just goes, "Oh, I guess you're right." Well, then where's your desk? And he, and then he could have gotten the
1: call. <laughs> I, just a great, it's, vocal delivery me, at the end there. Just the hello,
0: Dwight Schrute, completely normally. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of in, um, I think the episode is uh, conflict resolution in season two when mm-hmm. uh, they Jim prints out that gigantic photo ID for Dwight. This is humongous. I'm not a security <laughs> yeah. threat. My middle name is Kurt, not Far. And Jim just leans in and squints and says, "Uh, what did I write?" You know, <laughs> he just kind of lets the moment play out.
2: Oh gosh, he's good. He's good. Uh, um, we we also have to talk about Andy and Aaron in this episode. Um, this is uh, and, Reed. <laughs> and Reed and read. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron is uh, Wait, Andy and Aaron of just what? <laughs> what's the matter with Reed? The Foster brother? Yeah, and her roommate? He's a kind of a creepy jerk, man. Nice skirt. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. And then he's like r- grabbing her feet and like looks at Andy in that way. I mean, he
3: did. I
1: guess. A, I guess so. He yeah. sucks, yeah. man.
2: I, I guess I'm reading it as like <laughs> as like a sibling you've had your whole life. You're kind of. I guess you don't know. I don't, don't do know, I don't they're know also not related. Is, I don't know if that's his vibe. Formative
0: I don't know if he's years. being
2: protective of Aaron. I think he's. I think he's into her because I think it's you know the fact that oh, they okay. that they didn't even meet until they were fifteen years old or something like that. I I read it as he's not into her, but
1: he's protective of her, and he doesn't. He's like get Andy out of here.
0: Oh, interesting. I always thought it was he was kind of a like. A week like he had kind of weird vibes, like kind of creepy. vibes. Yeah,
1: he does it in a very weird way. And, it's true. And I, it's, I, it's, it's not great.
0: You compare the fact that Andy is sitting in the big chair for the guest with his sweater vest over his tie and his kilt. Yeah. And then the two of them are wearing pajamas lounging on the couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Andy, and Andy is just totally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Formative years. But yeah, Aaron is sick. Uh, and we get the precursor to Angela. We get the precursor to masks with Angela wearing her monogram mask.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then uh, <laughs> Joe sends Aaron home, and then Andy does the same thing. He fakes it so that he can go home as well. Right. The mm-hmm. way that he walks to his car, and the way that it buttons oh, with my- the beep of his uh, yep.
2: hey his car unlocking. That may- that only that makes me think of uh Daryl after um, uh, Kelly, he- Kelly Kelly breaks, breaks up, up with, with, with him, or Ryan breaks up with him through. <laughs> Yeah. He's yeah. just got that pep in his step. That is the biggest swag
1: walk I have
2: ever seen in my life. <laughs> um but yeah, any but it ends on a on a nice note. Uh you know, Aaron is clearly into Andy and they and they they have a nice date in the end. Ready to kiss and then Reed, he breaks it up. Then, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you're on I'm glad you're on my
1: side. Yeah, now. you guys, yeah, that I I fly, <laughs> I folded like a wet napkin. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, I would say that the 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 last uh, kind of storyline of this episode is just the the whole ensemble trying to get away for St. Patty's Day, mm. and we haven't. I guess, uh, uh, yeah, Todd Packers in this episode, which is is also just makes it feel like a huge episode. He's barely in it, but um, the embodiment of a party that you want to,
1: <laughs> yeah, right, oh, dude, Packer on St. Patty's Day, yeah. what a what a hurricane,
3: maybe.
2: What a destructive force I bet he is on that night. <laughs> Man, you can see why Michael likes him so much, though. Like, even even though he just is like relentlessly, uh, you know, teases Michael. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing but fat chicks. You'll do really well out here or something like that.
0: Like, I mean, you can tell that like Todd Packer actually really loves Michael. We talked about Michael latching on to that. Offer from Joe as like responding to that sort of uh that even that little bit of uh outreach of friendship, you know, even as kind of an offhand mm-hmm. not totally sincere comment I mean Packer invites him out, you know Packer takes yeah. him along, so uh it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that Michael and Packer are friends because he's uh, already
1: he's booting
2: rallied twice by eight thirty yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that Todd has any real friends really, either, you know, maybe him and Reed are friends. <laughs> i could see but that a couple of creeps and gabe todd
1: gabe Reed and
2: brian can all hang out together let's
1: not forget gabe's the creepiest out of all these people remember he is yes. he has he has materials to drug someone's drink on hand we see that in the show we also learned in this one <laughs> yes. that if, if joe had a regular schedule he wouldn't have to go to amsterdam seven times a year he could get a girlfriend instead so what he's flying to amsterdam is that seven the, times a year the, to go jo- to
2: the red light district you know that's why he's going what really is that what you think it is? i thought it was that joe goes to amsterdam seven times that's
0: more. what i thought too yeah
2: i read
1: it as because it comes right off the line like i could have a girlfriend i wouldn't have to fly to amsterdam seven
2: times a year and that's interesting i never thought about it that way i never oh, thought boy. about it that way my mind's not in the gutter, guys. Like, <laughs> <totally not. laughs> oh my God,
1: dude. I'm not like crazy. He could go to Vegas. Okay. <laughs>
2: um, but you been uh, to Vegas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, uh, anyways, I mean, uh, um, it's it's really fun to see everybody out uh, at the end. I love Michael finally showing up. Michael stands up for everyone, gets them all out um, so that they can go out and party. And then when he gets to the bar, he offers to buy, every, uh, buy a buy for everybody. And they say no. And Oscar's like, no, no, no. Put your money away. Like we're buying you drinks. on us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a nice moment. It's mm-hmm. one of the more successful parties in the whole of the office. There's nothing <laughs> wow, complicated right. about the He's- party.
1: Yeah, because
2: we don't get to see it happen. <laughs> yeah. I love all the clips of them dancing and Kate Flannery is like doing yeah. like the uh-huh. traditional Irish dance. One yeah. perfect day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you think Packer and Meredith have hooked up? Even no, though no. I think either of them don't think they've ever hooked up.
2: Right. I that, I was just going to say, I bet they don't know. <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> it might not remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, quick note. Uh, when we get to the bar,
1: this is two episodes before... Is a happy hour when they go out to the Dave and Buster's place? Yeah. This is two episodes before that, and yet we have a shot when they go in and Matt and Oscar are standing next to each other, presumably several beers in, mm-hmm. uh, looking friendly already before they ever go to to, to sit and Dexter's. So I don't know. Oh, just a little... so there is an introduction to this before. My guess is... They casually, without knowing it, you know mm-hmm. uh that that either of them were interested in each other, that they just had a good time that St Patrick's Day night, right, and then like the next time it was like, "Oh, we're going out, and Man. now now Oscar's like, "Oh, can we make sure Matt's there?"
0: Mm-hmm. so nice, yeah, he is visible in this episode, like in the background, you know, yes. yeah, yeah,
2: he's also right. in the little town hall, that's as well. true, yeah, he's yeah. in that
0: scene as well, yeah. Uh, you guys,
2: I know we're, we, we're tight on time today. Uh, right. Do any right. Anything else to say that we missed in this episode? Favorite quotes, moments? I have screen uh, Yeah, go ahead. Just Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I think Ryan has a life. Yeah. No, he's so upset that he doesn't get to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. And St. Patrick's Day seems like such a classic Kevin holiday.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he's got the suit, man. He's got the yeah, suit and everything. Shopping. <laughs> he throws down his cap yeah just yeah. kevin that's all yeah, yeah. Just kevin. love it
1: uh uh-huh. you have a few it's just nice to win one i uh just a couple, couple extra notes here that i wrote down uh when andy first walks in he says "Aaron go bra nice and,
2: yeah
1: and Aaron says andy go bra to you as well yeah <laughs> uh, which i'm in i'm in Aaron's position there i didn't realize that Aaron go bra meant like ireland forever oh yeah and, Oh. Aaron just fits in really well because it's actually Aaron Gobra is it's is it's saying yeah yes correct um I love the difference when he's pointed out that he has a kilt and says oh it's my sister's field hockey skirt a Andy has a sister yeah. mm. never seen her never heard about yeah. her where's she on the family boat hmm what the heck
0: the Bernard uh, family history is long <laughs> and opaque rocky <laughs> well, uh
1: and then I love at the end when he's, he's like, eh, it's a kilt <laughs> to, to read. Yeah. That's just yep. a very nice little writing move there. And then also... Even though uh, it's a field the, hockey skirt. Uh, also, we have a different cleaning crew by this time. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah the they come in crew. and the music's different. Da, da, they're all like bald. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally different vibe. That's
2: right. It would
1: have been funny, though, when uh, Jim is calling Hank and everything and the cleaning crew and if it was just those guys... I was like, does anyone speak Russian? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have too much else to say. I mean, I certainly um, I, I've experienced having to work late when the boss just all of a sudden doesn't want to leave. And uh, that's a tough position to be in. I, but uh, but yeah, no, I rewatching this episode. I just I just really enjoy. This is a really solid episode. It's thick. And it, it stays under the radar
1: it doesn't yeah. it doesn't jump out when you're going through episodes, but it is it is uh, it's a nice little episode. Good job. Good job office team. Mm-hmm. yeah we like, like it.
2: Conference room, five minutes.
0: That means conference room, five minutes. No, no, five seconds.
2: Okay, just to start us off, I just have a small actually. In rewatching this episode, man, we just did our gym episode, and I always do a long list of AKAs for characters if I can.
0: Uh, Tweedle
2: dumbass. I don't I missed <laughs> Tweedle dumbass, and I'm just bummed about it. So would have been perfect. That's someone I, said that
0: we also missed Big Haircut.
2: Mm, I gotta go back and listen, but maybe it's okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, man. You tried your best. <laughs> uh, I thought
1: at the top of the show you were gonna say, I'm Sean Roney, I'm Tweedledee, and then Edwin's gonna I mean, I'm an Jane's
2: Tweedle dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. But we never coordinate those. No. And we never No will. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with the statements, dude. They're yeah, digging us holes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but I I don't know if you guys had anything else. Um, because we were just gonna do a quick ordinary things and then some trivia. Yeah, we, uh,
0: we you know, we've talked about one episode characters. Uh-huh. Like, that yeah. was one of like the first conference room segments we ever did. And Reed is one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: oh true. yeah. 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 yeah never, he never
0: wanted. appears ever again. Yeah.
2: Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Good riddance. What a yeah, terrible think, human being. <laughs> does Aaron live with I guess? She could and like live with him all the way until she moves to Florida. I think it's safe to assume that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, ordinary things. That is our building, and we sell paper. This is when we just talk about uh, ordinary things from our life, uh, based on uh, moments from the office. So I just wanted to say, I mean, this is a St. Patty's episode. Um, we are still in the midst of corona lockdown hopefully for not too much longer but uh what would you guys have been doing today if it was not uh if we were not all staying home i can start
0: sorry 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 sorry. go ahead start Uh, start, start.
2: i mean i would i would i was gonna say um ryan and i always go out for lunch on st patty's day to elephant's deli here in portland shout out to elephant's deli also Um, a, a notorious irish animal the elephant yeah, but they always, they'll always do like a, like they always have the corned beef and hash and, and, uh, and it's, uh, very good. So we go and get a full Irish lunch. Delicious. And then I was going to say, I, I don't Do you guys ever... get potatoes, Orion? <laughs> <laughs> if they <Gotcha>. have it. <laughs> no, but, uh, I was going to say, uh, I never go to Kells in Portland, which is an Irish bar that like takes over a whole parking lot and has Irish music all day, and it's always like so crowded and overpriced. And man, I would do that in a heartbeat right now. (laughs) (laughs) Give me
1: give me a long
2: line, give me a beer token. I want to wait. It's just
1: not worth it. Yep, totally.
0: I've got Uh, one, and this is not necessarily for on the day, but uh, the Shamrock Run takes place in Portland. every year yeah. there hasn't been
3: one
1: the last
0: couple of years um because of the uh because of you know the of covid19 um and it would be fun to be able to do an event like that again i know that that answer is kind of like there's a thing where it's like can you imagine marrying into a family that runs a 5k on thanksgiving morning and it's a little, <laughs> that answer is a little bit like that um but it was yeah. a fun event and i uh, i would love to do something like that again
2: the Shamrock Run is is very fun. They give you beer at the end and clam chowder, if I if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they do. People always wear funky outfits. Yeah, that's a cool one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be doing what I do
1: every St. Patty's Day, which is I'm up at about six. I read the first half of Angela's Ashes. I do about <laughs> I go to mass three times in a row, come back home, read the second half of Angela's Ashes. I'm in <laughs> bed by six. Pi- a pious and that's yeah. how you sleep at night. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> no. No, I I like to post up in the McMinimins on Ooh, uh, which nice. is another local chain here. It's again, yeah. I'm not trying to go to McMinimins most days. It's mm-hmm. also overpriced. The quality does not match the price. Slow However, service. What they gotta... do best is what what they do best is ambiance, the whimsy, the general feel of it and they generally have good <laughs> acoustic acts Agent playing Tots. at
0: yeah. Oh, oh great yeah. tots too. Oh.
1: Actually, their uh, their whiskey sours are are bomb.com. Yeah. But anyway, Terminator they have um, Kennedy School, uh, Edgefield, wherever you want to go. Any of the any of the spots, yeah, great You find right a patio there. where there's music happening. I'll, I'll just post up there, let one beer turn into four or five. Um, as the sun goes down, it's it's a beautiful day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to hear music. Cup of sangria,
0: I, bag of vegetables. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'm ready to bed. Re- Before you know it, I'm ready for bed.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, oh, finally, too, uh, I feel like in my adult life, I uh, did away with the pinching for not wearing green, but I'm. Oh, I'm that's a be, grade school thing. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be all up pinching everybody next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you're bringing those. You're bringing those extended toy right. claws. You know the little yeah, those <laughs> pinchers. Um, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's wrap it up with a little trivia.
0: I I have an ordinary things thing. You can tell oh. me if this is. Let me. I'll say it, and then if it's funny, we keep it, and if it sucks, you just cut it. Okay. Okay. So this isn't really a, like a prompt for ordinary things, but it's something that I thought about that I it, it seemed to fit in this segment. Uh, when I when I was younger, I used to go to the summer camp. Uh, For many years, and then I worked there a couple summers as well. Alex, I think you and I actually met there. um, No, you don't think that. You
1: know we met there. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Shout out. And uh, I remember that there was a counselor who at, like, the campfire kind of talent show thing used to sing Cats in the Cradle and Silver Spoon. They used to Mm -hmm. sing that song. And thinking about it now, like, that is the worst song to play for a bunch of kids that you're worried might get homesick.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you think of a (laughs) word? All the kids who just, like, their parents just just wanted to get rid of them for the summer. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: know, (laughs) it's funny you bring up that campfire, because I was thinking, like, one of the most Irish things I remember was we'd always sing Gypsy Rover. (laughs) During that oh, yeah. campfire, too, and I would always sing it in an Irish accent like Gypsy Rover went over the hill, down to the valleys all oh shady. He whistled and he sang to the
0: green rose ring
1: and he won the heart of a lady. I haven't
0: thought
1: about that in a long time. do, do, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Let's finish up with some trivia. let's just do our thing collect our hardware and get the hell home Woo! Trivia is provided today by James. Thank you James. I don't know if this is James from sunny England as he often calls himself. Uh, James I think, Trickington I think it could be perhaps but it could be James Trickington but here we go guys this is a nine question trivia season finale from each season. Love it. Okay. Ooh, nice theme. By the way, yeah. did you
1: put James Trickington in Jim's list of names?
2: Yes. Good. Of course. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. Season one, Hot Girl. When Michael brings Katie an espresso, who is just finishing their purse purchase? Dwight. No, it's a Kelly. It is Stanley. Stanley buys a purse. Oh. Uh, season two, casino. Now night. I have two purses. <laughs> <laughs> season two, casino night. What poker hand does Pam beat Jim with? Uh,
1: full house. Full house. It's two
2: pair versus full house. It's a straight. Oh, hey. it's a straight. It's a straight. I love when Kevin goes, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Halpert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the that's that's uh. That's that's Baumgartner. That's not. Yeah, exactly. That's not. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Look, I
0: have all clovers. <laughs> I suck.
2: Season three, the job.
0: Mm-hmm. Andy says it.
2: about being interviewed. I am a great interviewee. Why? Because I have blank. What
0: is that? Laying on the charm. I can't think of it. What is it? This is going so well. <laughs> my brain. Oh, my brain. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, season
2: four. Goodbye, Toby. What does Michael tell Jim he is downloading for a CD mixtape for Holly? Dave Matthews Band. What is he? What is? What does he call the music files? He's very technical with it.
0: Oh, it's like it's like uh, very sexual music. Or something it's, like that. Right? Or,
2: what does he call an MP3? N3P. 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 Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. um, uh, which I th- oh, yeah. I'm is sure you're like, right. Animal Sounds,
1: one of them or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. um, season five, uh, Company Picnic. When Michael tells Holly and AJ about his chair pants idea, what size jeans does AJ tell Michael he wears? 34. That's right. 30, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: I'm so glad we got one clean. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> James is stumping us. Season six, Whistleblower. whistleblower. When Nick, the IT guy, says he's leaving, Stanley asks Phyllis what his name is. She gives two possible names. Garth, Shadow. That's right. Something weird, isn't it? (laughs) Shadow or Garth? Yeah, Uh, right. feather. Season seven, Search Committee. When Dwight interviews as Jacques Souvenier, what does his resume say is the reason his last paper company burnt to the ground? Oh, was it like Fire revenge? in the Warehouse? It was. Because I'll give you, they didn't hire a manager that blank. Prioritize safety? Lives and breathes paper. Ah, okay. oh. Uh, oh. Season eight, uh, Free Family Portrait Studio. When the office confronts Andy about his strange behavior when he poses as a janitor, Gabe walks in and says, happy birthday to Gabe. What does Nelly shout to get him to leave?
0: Oh, get out, skeleton man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <that's... laughs>
2: All right. Finally, I think you guys will get this one. Season nine, the finale. What food? And KB makes three.
0: <laughs> what food? Adults are blasted. <laughs> oh Touch it. All it's right. like a warm pumpkin. Oh,
3: get out, skeleton <laughs> man. <There you>
0: <laughs> what food?
2: food is baby drake allergic to that ryan gives him strawberry strawberries strawberries that's correct all right good job guys uh maybe like a four out of nine i'd say um uh james yeah, thank you easy so much score. <laughs> uh, james thank you so much for sending us trivia you can send us trivia as well email us mspodcastcompany at gmail.com You can call us and leave us a message, and we like to play them on the show sometimes, 503-694-9314. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Scott. You can become a Scott's Tot for $5 a month. You'll get a bonus mailbag episode every month. Um, And you can send us questions uh, through Patreon. We try to answer them all or at least get to uh, one question for everybody. Uh, And there's always some other goodies that we like to throw out on there as well. You'll support the show and we make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Uh, Special thanks to our Patreon supporters. Uh, Special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who helps us with our social media and designs all of our artwork. Uh, This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon over video chat.
0: Thank you for listening. We truly appreciate it. Uh, it means so much to us uh, that we're able to keep the show going and that people uh, uh, keep spending time with us, hanging out with us, even though we talk about mm-hmm. in this particular episode, we mentioned devoting our brain to office trivia and then we totally beefed the trivia challenge. <laughs> big beef, big <laughs> uh, but beef. we uh, but we appreciate it. So uh, take care, stay safe. And we'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me this yes, up. Yes, yes, sir.
3: I spent all
0: day trying to make her like me. And I forgot to ask myself something. Do I even like her? As the Irish poet Bobby McFerrin said, don't worry, be happy. Whoops. Okay.
3: (laughs) Ah, Okay.
1: All right. Best night ever. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell's going on back there? Seeking the truth never gets old.